Hello guys and welcome again. Today I have announcements to make. So 12th of February was a really big day for me. I launched my website and tied up with two companies. Subsarans, who provides wide range of supplements, would also provide you 15% off with my code FITFACT. I will also provide these details on my Instagram bio. So if you are in Melbourne, Australia, you can also get infrared sauna, ice baths or oxygen therapy with 50% code again. The code will also be on my Instagram account. The code is FITFACT15. So if you're in Melbourne, you can choose that. With the Subsaras, you can order online and they ships all over Australia. Unfortunately, for outside of Australia, I don't have anything yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so it will be soon. These companies also listed on my website as well. The website also have links to these companies, which is Subsaras and Regen Wellness Center. If you go to my website, scroll all the way down, you'll see these two companies you can just click on it and you're on your way to book your appointment or order anything you want to order online i wish you guys all the best ordering all these things and thank you for all your support so far and in the future welcome to the fit fact king podcast where we share the experiences of athletes personal trainers and health coaches we talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywall. Hello, guys, and welcome to the brand new episode of Fit Fact King. You guys may have already seen the title of this episode. I guess it says it all. Last year, I had Carrie Pierce on podcast who was four times fittest woman in America. This is the perfect example when anyone says, hang on with the people who can motivate you, lift you and push you further. So Ariel is from the same team as Carrie because they competed in competition together as a team. I got into contact with her and requested her to be on my show. My good luck that she agreed and I can tell you now, that I was getting goosebumps while I was talking to her. She had such a wonderful energy that clearly shows her mindset and why she has achieved this title of fittest woman in America, not fittest woman actually, fittest mom in America times two. I don't want to waste your time with this intro. Let's just welcome Ariel. Hello, thanks for having me. Good to have you here. Now I know you've been doing CrossFit and I have seen your profile. Um, tell me, you're, you're a mom. Mom of two, right. I reckon? Just one, actually. Oh, just one, okay. And then you won two championships. Yes. Perfect. So tell me tell me about yourself. Give, give us some introduction about yourself. Yeah, kind of like you said, my name's Ariel Lowen. I, my full-time gig is I stay at home with my daughter, Blakely, who's four years old. And then I'm a wife to my husband, Dylan Lowen. But I've been doing CrossFit for almost 10 years now. And I hold oh the God. title... Uh, two years in a row, the fittest mom in America, and um, a two-time CrossFit Games athlete, 2021 and 2022. This past year, I finished 11th at the Games. So the season's about to start. So we'll see what happens this year come around. So how does the passion come from? Like where this passion came from um, to be a CrossFitter, like from, you know, from mom? Or like have you been doing before even you got marriage or... Yeah, I've actually been doing CrossFit since 2012, so almost Ooh, 10 years. Almost 10 yeah, years. Yeah, and I, 
I spent eight of those years like actively trying to make it, or maybe five, we'll say five, five of those years actively trying to make it to the games and it just Mm. never happened. And it wasn't until after I got married, had my daughter that it's like my body just found this supernatural strength and now i've been to the games twice which lucky charm to me makes, <laughs> yes, something like that my husband is always jokes and he's like you couldn't make it to the games until you took my last name so yeah that's it <laughs> yeah that's Must the be a lucky charm. right but i just fell in love with crossfit because i came out of high school and i wanted to not gain the freshman 15 i didn't want to mm. get overweight because sports were over so i just found crossfit crossfit found me and i've just loved it ever since so well, what sport were you playing before when you were young? I was a gymnast until about 16. And then in high school, I did cheerleading, if you count that. And then I yep. ran track. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of all... And I did a little bit of weightlifting with track mm. here and there. So, so it's like the perfect storm for CrossFit, the gymnastics background and a little bit of running. Oh, yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. um, I think because you've always been athletic, so it's like sort of benefit for you i think an advantage you know gives you more advantage that you know um you can yeah. also go to the crossfit and then have a sort of fitness level to uh, like compete in crossfit games yeah and what's interesting is i feel like i've grown up athletic i did crossfit for eight plus years but it wasn't until after i had my daughter and um focused more on like the mental side of training mm. as far as like <clears throat> taking the pressure of making it to the games out of it and i just kind of was like okay, let me do my best today. What does that look like in this workout on Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, what does it look like on Wednesday? And it wasn't until I like broke my own barriers mentally and physically that it all kind of came together. So tell me, how do you feel like being a fitness mom in America? <laughs> I don't, I think it's a cooler title, but it like it has no monetary value. It has no trophy i get to hang in my room it's just yeah, more it's cool not to about like... trophy it's like uh you know the bragging rights i think <laughs> right right it's just cool to like um if i ever have a bad day i can just be like okay i gotta go grocery shopping i don't want to but it's like hey i get to and i get to bring my daughter and i get this title of like the yeah. fittest mom in america <laughs> more for, like boost my self-confidence that's a really good you know that's a really positive point for you know even for you or your daughter as well you know like she like in the school she might say like oh look my mom is the first mom in america you know yeah <laughs> which is something i struggle with too because i take her to dance class and gymnastic class and while they're having their classes i'm sitting with the other moms and of course we talk and they'll always mm. be like what do you do and i'm like <laughs> i do I stay at home. Like I, I have trouble saying it out loud to yep, those yep. who are who are like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. But the thing is, like you know, um, they they probably look at your body, telling you know, like you don't need to ask what I do. Like, look, my body is telling me what to, what I do. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like they'll say, like, okay, but what do you do? They're like, mm. we know you don't just go to the gym for thirty minutes a day and yeah. eat pe- pizza at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, totally yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Of course, like 30 minutes won't get you the CrossFit game, that's for sure. No, unfortunately not. Do you CrossFit <laughs> yourself? Uh, I do sometimes, not like regular. But I'm like more in weightlifting and sort of calisthenics. Okay. But uh, I mostly do like weightlifting you know, and all that. Not weightlifting, just wow. uh, just normal weights, like uh, body weights or just normal gym. 
I did CrossFit a bit, like every Sunday I used to do CrossFit by myself. Okay. But then sort of stopped. But I know it's, okay. a hard, it's a really hard work. Yeah, well, calisthenics, I feel like the best figures, if you're looking at the different like weightlifters, crossfitters, like calisthenics are shredded yeah as far as like the stuff they do is insane insane yeah and i'm i'm like i'm just a baby in cross uh like in calisthenics <laughs> but I'll, I'll try to be as much as i can and then like, some people just come and say to me like how can you do this as a level i'm not even there yet <laughs> <laughs> you know you've seen like you must see other people who are doing properly calisthenics um and then i'm just like you know i'm just learning to be sort of you know get there like i'm not even 10 percent, and then i need to get to 100 so it's like mm -hmm. a big journey but they don't understand yeah. they're like oh i'm i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> you think you'll ever get to 100 percent though uh, i don't think so you never get to 100 yeah. it's always someone's doing better than you yeah i agree or it's like oh i need to try this i need to try yeah. this i yeah. need to try yeah. this yeah other day yeah. my sister sent me this video to like someone's got a like a really hard core and then he's just you know lying straight and then someone jumping over his core and then she's like you gotta make this video so like as if you know i'm a superhero or something <laughs> <laughs> let her dream fake it till you make it that's what mm. we say <laughs> exactly <clears throat> mm -hmm. so tell me how important is your health i mean how important you think your health is in in, in just normal daily life yeah i think it's so important and i think that's part of the reason why after coming back from having blakely i succeeded because i was focused on health not performance it yeah. was okay let me eat a healthier diet so i can lose a little bit of the baby weight let me be intentional with working out because i only have an hour at that mm. time so it was yeah. all around like i'm only i can only do a little bit here and there as far as like meal prep and go to the gyms yeah but it was like the overall health was trying to be important but mm. i had to i struggled with that a little bit because i have always been fit in shape but coming after like being overweight i think when i gave birth i weighed 180 and my normal weight is like 140 pounds oh, yeah. so being being like oh i'm overweight okay how do i lose weight mm. it's something i've never had to deal with before and i went through a cycle of like extreme calorie deficit Oh. which wasn't healthy mm. and then i went through a cycle of just not caring which wasn't healthy either so yeah, it's yeah. finding the balance of what can you sustain over yep. years to come not yep. just like little binge diets here and there so when you were competing for your um championship in crossword games um what was the what was the, your schedule as a training wise as a as a mom or as a wife you know like how did you manage everything in a day it got hard definitely as it the season the big championship is the end of august mm -hmm. so june and july are like the heavy hitter months to where it's like all out and so it wasn't until like middle of june i had to like ask for help yeah but a normal day for me would look like training at the gym from about 11 till 2 mm. and then i'd go home take care of my family take care of whatever needs to be done around the house and then maybe train for an hour in the evening from like 7 30 to 8 30. Yeah. So not as intense as my competitors. They're in mm -hmm. the gym maybe than... from nine, way more than me. But I yeah. just know for me and like my role as a mom and a wife, I have to be intentional with what I have and just don't take it for granted. Yep. Yeah. 
and that's that's true uh, so what's what's your schedule now like as being uh just being a mom it actually it doesn't change much because i really do love what i do so i'm in the gym we just built a home gym so i actually work out from oh, home perfect. now i'm in the home gym from about 11 to 1 and then sometimes i'll work out with my husband in the evening from mm -hmm. like 7 to 8 but it's the same thing is just if i'm ever in the gym i try and be really intentional with my time and my weights. I'm not in there on yeah. my phone for 20 minutes and then do a set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, but the hardest, the hardest part I've learned, even training for the games, because it's so much volume is the recovery. Cause yeah. I'll get done at the gym at one and it's not like I get to go home, shower, eat food, lay on yeah. the couch. Just like, okay, I'm home. My daughter needs food. I need food. Okay. I need to do the dishes. Okay. Yeah. I need to make the bed, do some laundry. So I never get to just lay down and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So all right. these mums who are making excuses, we don't have time to go to gym, you know, like that's why we're letting go. Like there is no excuse. Yeah. Well, even people who work full time, eight to five here in America, it's like you make time for what's important to you. If you don't mm. have time to meal, meal prep, you're not going to meal prep. You're, yeah. But if you look at like the screen time on your phone, it might show you were on Instagram for two hours that day. Yeah. So it's like you have the time. It's mm. just getting rid of other things and making time for that. Yeah. How did you guys team up with Carrie? Like uh, I know Carrie's been on my podcast before and then like I was oh, really yeah? amazed by her, her um, training schedules and all that because she was a four-time uh, champion you know, for um, yeah. CrossFit Games. And so how did you catch up like in the team? Like, so is it that you guys um, do as a team or it's like um, individuals? So we actually met, it was like her last year competing as an individual. We became friends. And then a year and a half later, we kind of reconnected and wanted to be on a team together for mm -hmm. Wadapalooza in Miami. Okay. And I've looked up to, to Carrie Pierce for a while. You know how awesome she is. Of course. So it was me. Me, Carrie Pierce, and Alex Gazan, and mm. it was two days of just team workouts. So it might be like a hundred reps, fifty reps, thirty reps, but you could divide that however you want in your team of three. So yeah. we were just all working together. Mm. That's amazing. I mean, I think it's the best thing to do with the people you surround yourself with, uh, with the same mindset and the same goals. You know, it it pushes right? you more and it, it gives you more. I think vision of the future, like where you're heading to. Yeah. And what blew me away with Carrie Pierce, because she's shredded and she's extremely oh, yeah. fit, was the difference even in our diets. I went over to Vegas to train with her for a little bit, working on team stuff. Mm. And whereas I'm, I might snack on, let's say, for example, like protein chips or an apple or mm. um, animal crackers, yeah. kind of whatever's in the house. Mm. Her snacks were bell peppers and like carrots a little bit of oat, like everything whole food like exactly what you should be eating was yep. i was like dang it she knows what she's doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah because when i when i was asking her about her prepping for training or prepping for competitions she's like i missed all the parties i didn't go anywhere sacrifices you know and i said well right to to have those titles in your on your on your chest you know like the fittest woman in america you know it it comes with sacrifices so like i would sacrifice anything if i can get one title you have four 
<laughs> right. But that's where we're so different because I'm so blessed and grateful for two. Yeah. But I don't think I would give up on like not going out to eat at dinner with my friends. Yes. If it course. meant, you know, like her sacrifices, yep, yep, she yep. just loved it. She was so passionate that she of didn't course. care. Yeah. And the thing is like, because now you have a daughter, so you understand more about some people, you know, they eat here and there because it's not, not always about health, health, health. I mean, there is always about health, but you just balance a little bit about, you know, when you're going out with right. someone. Right. And then you take it a step further to like mental health. Yes. Sometimes the best thing I can do for like a hard training session is to just get away from it mm. and go, go read a book, go to the park, just like separate. Otherwise it's, that's your whole identity and your whole world. And there's so much more out there. Yeah. I, I believe there's a lot of people competing in the CrossFit games, isn't it? There are. I think so. It's about to start. The open is like the first stage of the games. And mm. I think anybody in the world can sign up for that. And yep. then they slowly like dwindle it down. Yep. But at the games, there's only 40 women competing individually. Have you seen any women from over like any other countries? Oh, absolutely. The winner who won, I think, the past seven years in a row is from Australia. Oh, really? So there's, yeah, Australia's there, Europe's there. Girl from Iceland's there, of course, America, Canada, all over. Even I there's a from Australia. You know Tia Toomey, Tia Claire Toomey. Then there's mm. another girl named Cara Saunders who does very well. Oh yes, Saunders, I have I've heard about. Yep. Yeah, mm. I might they're from all that. over, and <laughs> you should. And some of them are have very thick accents to where, like, you can tell. Oh. They're from Hungary or they're from uh, Germany, yeah, yeah. which is, it's just neat to see how it mm. CrossFit just brings everyone together. Yep. hundred percent. So mm -hmm. when you do exercise, I mean, what's your, what's your, um, limit of like training in the morning or at night? Do you have limits or you just go, you want to do your exercises schedule, like whatever your routine is. And you just do that in maybe one hour, one hour, 15 minutes. Or you just tell me, time yourself. I want to finish this in this time. I do really well. I've learned with like interval style training. So right now my training looks like I'll give myself 30 minutes of like a cardio interval training. So yeah. it might be every two minutes complete 20 wall balls and 20 calorie row, for example. The next two minutes complete this segment. So like you go as fast as you can in those two minutes and you might have 30 seconds rest before mm. you start the next minute. So just time really helps motivate me. So I'll do a cardio piece around 30 minutes, just like that with built-in rest. And then I've been on like a strength cycle. That's why I feel like I feel like I'm, bulk <laughs> I'm bulking right now. But my strength coach will send me programming and basically I'll get done what he says to in that one like today was a working on pulling from the floor day. So he'll okay. give me exactly what I need to do for yeah. today. Mm -hmm. And that strength session usually takes an hour to an hour and a half. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm in the gym for two hours total here at the home gym, mm. but, but it kicks my booty. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you need, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's part of being intentional is, I mm. would love to do the cardio piece and then maybe rest an hour and then do the strengths, but I would just rather get it all done at once all and then once, be yeah. able to hang out in the evening and relax. Yep. Um, with you, how, how do you sleep? Like, do you sleep 
eight hours? Do you sleep seven hours? Or how do you sleep? Or your daughter keeps you up? (laughs) (laughs) That's the hard part. I'm very different than the other athletes I compete with because a lot of them are very meticulous on, I need to be in bed at nine, wake up at Mm. this time. But I'll usually sleep hopefully eight hours a night. But mm-hmm. like the past two weeks, my daughter's had a cough and an ear infection. Oh, okay. So I'll, I might be up two to three times a night, just making sure she's all right, giving mm. her medicine. Yeah. So I, I don't, I would say maybe once a month, I get to actually sleep through the night uninterrupted. Uh, yeah, but it quality. just, yeah, it's doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take them, I took them for granted before yeah. I had kiddos though. That's for mm. sure. Of course. Um, so when you, when you're training, um, what i mean when you're training for your competition <clears throat> what are the foods and drinks you avoid to stay like stay mentally and physically fit i wouldn't say i avoid anything because mm. i've learned with my brain if i like cut it out it makes mm. me crave it even more yep. so i might limit like pizza to maybe yep. once a month or mm. every other week And I'll limit anything that's like really greasy and fatty. So like a burger might be delicious, but I'll get a chicken sandwich instead. Mm. And then definitely as it comes closer to competing, I try and limit my sweets, but I'll still have like a cookie every day after dinner or a a piece of chocolate after dinner. Because I've tried Mm. the extreme of no junk food, no desserts, and it just made me crave it even more. Even more. Where it just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Support from the family uh, is is great, I guess, because you know, of course, you're competing and you're still doing what you're doing, what you love. And right. what this is like the um, like your closest family, which is your husband and your daughter. But what about the family outside the house? Um, how supportive are they? They love it. My sister lives in the same town I do, mm-hmm. and she's a little bit older than me. And her and her husband, the past two years, have been to almost every competition oh, that really? I've competed at. So they've been huge supporters. And then uh, my husband's parents or his mom and stepdad are very supportive as well. So they'll come. But I've learned it's, I get more emotional with the people who will like randomly be there in the crowd cheering for me than I will like if I see my sister. Because of course my sister has to cheer for me. Like (laughs) she's blood, but I'll get more emotional with they'll like call my name. person, yeah. Yeah. And somebody I don't even know is like, I love cheering for you. You're awesome. Cause I'm mm. like, that's just so pure. And of course. Yep. And how do you feel like when, when someone does that for you? I mean, um, we just, you just said it's, it's sort of emotional as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I suppose you're competing in the game and then you see this third person cheering. And then once you finish, they come and speak to you. What, what goes through your mind? It's like a dream come true. Cause yeah. I had tried kind of like I mentioned to make it to the games five years mm. to like be this great athlete, make it to the games, make it to the world championships. And I fell short every single time. So to see that person say like, Hey, I look up to you is like, yeah, you're like, you don't understand. Like this is um, my dream. Like I'm mm. living my dream. And like, yeah. thank you for seeing me and supporting me. Mm. Um. When you, when you, I mean, you've been training for about 10 years and you've seen the changes when there was not much social media and now it is everything on social media, like though, because we, we got, we also connected from social media. Um, right. But what's the difference you've noticed 
from last 10 years when there was no social media in CrossFit Games, like, has it been increase of the comp competitors or is it the same, but it wasn't showing on the social media before? I think social media is huge now, kind of mm. like you said, because yeah. it connects us with so many different people. But when I first started, like promoting brands and being sponsored, I don't know if I was naive, but I never noticed that before. But mm. now that I personally have sponsors and people that support me, it's like the best thing in the world to get like monthly income from my sponsors because it's a dream come true. Like I'm yeah. living my dream life and getting paid on top of it of for my hobby. Mm. So to me, it's a huge benefit because I'm reaping the benefits of it. <laughs> I want to ask her, um, Blackley, how do you feel your mom? You want to listen? Woman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said no. How do you feel your mom's a fittest woman in America? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about mom doing CrossFit? You don't like it? <laughs> Always, we brought her. We brought her to the World Championship last year. Yeah, and she had fun because my mom was there and my husband's yeah, mom, yeah. so she was well taken care of. But every day before competition, five days in a row, she goes, "Mom." are you done yet? Like, can we go play? <laughs> so definitely it's my passion. It is not her passion. <laughs> mm. She might grow into it, but you know, she's too she, young for that. Right. Yeah. And if, if you've ever been to one of the events, it's all day you sit and watch in the stands. So yeah. it's not 100% for kiddos, but yes. Yeah. And the thing is, with, I've it. seen, how old is she? She just turned four. Oh yeah. I've seen, I've seen a couple videos from seven-year-olds or eight-year-olds doing weightlifting, Olympian weightlifting, which is amazing. But um, how do you feel young kids doing like all sort of CrossFit or, you know, doing snatches, doing clean jer clean and jerks? Is it good I for the health of the, the bones? Because, because I guess there is a myth that, you know, that you don't, you don't grow when you start lifting so young. I don't know if it's right. just a myth or it's just a fact, but but I've seen people doing it like, you know, so so many kids do that. I know. I wouldn't say I'm 100% supportive of it. Like if she asked for me to teach her how to clean and jerk, I don't know if I would. Mm. I wouldn't jump the gun. I would say, hey, let me teach you a handstand. Let me teach yeah. you a cartwheel first. Mm. I would rather CrossFit be my thing and she finds yeah, yeah. her own sports outside of CrossFit. And then maybe yeah. if she's really passionate about it, Mm. get into it but i'm kind of the same as you yeah i'm i don't really feel like all the load and the pressure on your body that yeah young because it actually be that good for you compresses your spine as well you know it's just not just you know you're right. basically lifting the weight on your shoulders and then you're lifting weight on your body you know it must do some damage but if you people doing it of course there is a scientific reason behind it because they must have contacted the consulted the doctors or consulted someone to be able to do this sort of stuff. Right. But I do think there's value in like a kid working out, but more like for fun. I don't mm. feel like they need to be in the gym. Like maybe go run up and down to the mailbox yeah. or hold a <laughs> handstand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think handstand because every gymnastic person does that. Like, you know, the handstand yeah. or the cartwheels, as you just said. Right. Um, more you, body weight stuff, kind of yeah, like more, you do. More water, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how do you how do you see um, the effects of alcohol if 
if you're training or if you're training for competition. Do you do you drink? I I'm actually very blessed. I've never liked the taste of alcohol or craved a drink or anything. So if I drink, it's on a rare, rare special occasion, like in Cancun for an all-inclusive or oh, yeah. <laughs> that I couldn't even tell you, honestly, we opened a bottle of wine for Christmas mm. um, this past month. And I maybe had one glass of wine and had to like have a chaser with it because <laughs> I just don't like the taste. Yep, <laughs> so yep, I've yep. never, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing, advice, 100%. Yeah. I never had to struggle with like it being hot outside and I wanted a cold beer or anything. Yeah. And I think um, I get asked this question a lot because I don't drink at all. And Okay. And so like, how come you don't drink? I said, well, I never liked the taste. But like you, you said, like, now you're old enough to try another one. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're honestly pretty expensive. Like if you go to eat and have a drink, you add oh, about yeah. $10 to your eat. meal every yeah. single time. Every single time, of course. And then some <laughs> people just don't have one drink. They have like three, four drinks and they, yep. it adds up. And I was thinking, Ooh, right. that that could have been your weekly shopping. <laughs> Exactly. Or it's your it's your gym membership that you can't yeah, exactly. afford. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. we actually have a little bit of alcoholism that runs in my family. So mm. I've seen the awful things it can do to marriages, family. So it makes me not even want to touch it that's even perfect. more. Yeah. It's it's always the good thing. Good for me, bad for them. <laughs> but you gotta learn from it. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what inspires you. Who do you see or what do you think that inspires you a lot? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know if I've ever thought about that. Because you started this before your daughter. So, you know, it's it's been in your in your blood, in your system for quite a while. So something right. must have triggered you to be, you know, that right. made, you, made I, you compete and become fittest mom in America. <laughs> yeah. I really think I just like fell in love with CrossFit and working out. Mm. Like I wouldn't say I go into the gym and I'm like, oh, I want to be like this person or I want to lift this much. It's just like, I want to become better every single day. And I want to push my own limits to see where I end up this year. So like, yep. I know my weakness is this. I want to show up today and work on that weakness to get a little bit better. But mm. I think I'm mostly inspired by like, my husband has been so supportive because he's seen me from when I tried to make it to the games, didn't make it. And now he gets to see me, um, going and being the fittest mom in America and just like yeah. the pride that he'll talk about how proud he is of me and of course. just like brag about me. So of to course. me, he gets I the know, right to do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It just warms my heart and like motivates me more than an athlete could because it's like real raw, someone who knows me better than anyone. Mm. And with these competitions, is it like, uh, so you competing in either the all moms that you're competing or are you competing with general, um, no, this past year out of the 40 women, there were only two mothers. Oh. So it's it's very rare that you see a mom in the field. And if they are in the field, it's very rare that they do well, honestly, because you're going against some of these people are 18 year olds. Some of them are 20 and they're in their like physical health crimes. So, you so just there don't is no sort many. of group like the mom's group or the age group. It's just general. Yeah, they do have age groups, but the one I'm in is from 18 to 35. Okay. That's like everybody in that age group is with me. Mm. My God, you're competing with a lot of people. I have a lot of people and a lot of really, really great athletes from all around the world. So yes. that's what blows me away that 
I could have a kid and come back strong and still be competitive with them. Yeah. That's a really, you know, that's a really inspiration for other people who are just, you know, making excuses or even trying to be somewhere, even like not in the competition, but even just, you know, um, training in gym or, you know, trying to be fit. Like it's a good inspiration for them. Right. And it's easy to fall back on a crutch of like, oh, I, I can't have that goal because I'm a mom now. I yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. that goal because I'm married now. And it's like, mm. God says you could do whatever with his power. Yeah. Like, don't put limits on your, don't mentally put limits on yourself. Exactly. hundred percent. Um, what's your biggest strength? My biggest strength? Yep. Ah, I would probably say I don't think very much. So like, I'm very go with the flow. Um, I don't overanalyze and I feel like God has given me a sense of peace. Yep. And I feel like it's such a strength because I don't, I don't worry when I go to compete. What if I do this? What if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? It's just, let me go out there and do my empty, best. Empty brain and then just get in. Yeah. Same thing with when I show up to work out in the gym. It's not, oh, what if this hurts? What if I hurt? What? If, like you could think about all the negatives, but it's yep, like, yep, yep. let me just show up and do better today. That's it. And then That's it. my mental, I feel like God's really restored like my mental health after having a kiddo that has just become one of my strengths going uh, forward. Yep. It's like a very really unique answer. <laughs> no one, no one ever yeah, said you're that. asking. You're asking good questions. I've never thought about it, but that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good because you know some people would say, "Oh, my strength is you know I like to help people, or this, this, this. You know, oh, this is my strength." But like this is like a really genuine that you just said. Like you know that it probably became after your daughter it became you know like your mental mm -hmm. stuff plus it it's all like you know surrounds with the mental health you know if your mental health is great you know you can do anything exactly you're gonna feel better yeah be more motivated to get out and do things exactly 100 have you ever dealt with any injuries in your i did gymnastics but i've been very blessed in crossfit i've never had any horrific injuries that have made me stop working out for a while mm. Which is when I was in gymnastics, yeah, I, everybody gets hurt in gymnastics. I yeah. had, like fractured my arm once and um, <laughs> hurt my ankle. Yeah, <laughs> I actually this past year at the World Championships, day one of the CrossFit Games, I rolled my ankle, so I had to compete the whole five days with my ankle taped. But oh that's God. like the worst of my injuries. It was awful, but it was it was doable. But. I did you like um feel any pain while you're doing it or did they give you some um like any any medication to the only medication i was allowed to take was like a tylenol or an advil like very low dosage because they oh, do okay. drug test us yep yep, yep. And, but but my friend who's awesome her name's jody she's my mm -hmm. physical therapist so she was at the games with me and like between events would take my ankle at night she would work on it to reduce the swelling so just really trying to just like hold it together for a few <laughs> days and then <laughs> I could relax. Um, what sort of drug test did they do like before the, before the competition? Is it just to test like if they are like having any enhanced performance drugs or anything? Exactly. So there's four stages to make it to the games. Mm -hmm. They'll randomly test throughout the whole year. So I've okay. already this year been randomly drug tested twice. Mm. But at stage three, they'll drug test you before you make it to the games. Okay. And then at the games, they can randomly drug test you at any time. Mm. Just to make sure you're not taking any 
steroids, performance enhancing drugs that make you run a little faster, just so it's an Mm. even playing field. And there's actually been this past year, there were a lot of people who got in trouble at the stage three, like after they qualified for the games, got in trouble for taking stuff that was not natural. Mm. Ah, but, but, you know, there is uh, also, I mean, I don't know if it's a myth, I wouldn't say myth, but so many people think like getting big or, you know, getting that muscly, you must have some like, you know, unnatural stuff in your body because you don't get naturally as big as, you know, some people are in like, they have good genetics, but it's like a, right. it's like a 99, 99 people, 99% people would think that, you know, he's taken something or she's taken something to be as, as fit or as bulky or as muscly as it, as, as she is or he is now. Right. And I think it's just easy to assume that because you don't see the work that gets put in. Yeah. But like I posted a picture from my team with Carrie Pierce and me and Alex Suzanne. And it was like us after we finished a swim. And even people on there were like, um, like a steroid emoji or like, oh, this isn't natural. <laughs> when it's yeah, like, yeah. I think that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the picture when I contacted you when I saw that picture yeah. because, because I think Carrie also posted that picture in, in her profile. So she like, did. Oh, yeah. So like that's how I think I I got in contact with you. So like, oh, I need to, because when I, when I went to your profile, I was like, oh, Frida's mom. I definitely need to contact her. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think it's just easy to assume that like people aren't natural because we see we kind of see that a lot mm. inside and outside of CrossFit. Yeah. So the people who are like, even if they've taken like steroids in the past, will that still come in the system when they do drug test? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think um, there is a cycle um, of the steroids that you take for like six weeks or eight weeks. And then after that, you do this post cycle treatment, which is, I think, takes everything out of your body and then your body shrinks a little bit. I think this is what they do, because I've known some bodybuilders, they do these sort of uh, stuff. And then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I, in, in the competition, they, they always say they're natural or they, they've taken some substance, but, you know. There is a right. There is an understood like uh, underlying statement behind that, <laughs> right? And some people will say like, "No, I'm all natural," like you said, but they're off their cycle and they'll mm. randomly get drug tested and then get in trouble for it. And it's yep. like, okay, you didn't you didn't cycle right? <laughs> you didn't hide it well enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do you also get any question asked for training? Like, someone wants to train with you or? Um, I have a training partner who will show mm. up and train with me. But as far as personal training, I I haven't opened that door yet yeah. because I'm a little too selfish right now. Like I'm really focusing on my time in the gym, my time training, and then yeah. my family. Plus the family, yeah. Ha- yeah. I don't have a ton of time to be like, hey, I'll give you an hour every day of my, my time. Mm. Maybe in the future, though. Yeah, yeah. But you you, you would get answers. I like a question asked like, about this, you know? Yeah, I've had a lot of people ask uh, about diet. Mm. Like people who I'll come in contact with will ask, like, what do I eat and what does that look like? Yeah. But it's also hard because my training is so much different. They might go to the gym 30 minutes a day or they Mm. might walk around the block. And I'm like, I have to eat a lot of food because I'm in the gym lifting heavy weight. So like our diets are not going to look the same. So don't listen to everything I say. (laughs) (laughs) And plus the body is also different as well. You know, your body might consume... You know, you eating a lot of carbs that your body might consume a lot of carbs. But if someone's eating like a tiny bit carbs, if the body's right. not consuming, they're going to get fat. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Also, the body and consumption I, is also important. Right. I personal trained about a year ago. I personal trained a lady for about three months. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely difficult. I'm not going to lie. I struggled a lot because she would ask questions like that. Like, what do I eat? How many carbs? And I'm like, I know I look the part, but I absolutely <laughs> have no idea for your body type. And mm. it, like, it was kind of a, I don't know if she ended up losing the weight because it only lasted a few months, but yep. like, I, I can't tell you what to eat. You kind of exactly. have to like figure out what works for yourself as yeah. bad as that is as an answer. Yeah. And that's the, that's the really, I think, um, also, there is a lot of talk about like how people, you know, think, okay, she's eating this or he's eating this and he's fit or she's fit. Like, let's all just do the same thing. I'll just eat whatever that person is eating and then I'll get the fit too. Because, but what he does and what you do is totally different. Right. And everybody's like, everybody is different. Yeah. Like last mm-hmm. two months, I've been eating 4,000 calories and I, and I haven't I actually lost two kilos. Wow. How do you get that many calories in? Oh, trust me, it was hard. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, like last year, I tried doing 3000 calories and like that was, I'm pushing um, 3000 calories. I was getting up to, I was making 3000 calories, but this time when I was doing 4000, I was like, some days I was struggle to get to 35. Wow. Because, because you can only eat as much and and you know right. um what's his name larry wheels larry wheels like him. he's a, he's a big bodybuilder oh yeah so i was just listening to him on some podcast um he was doing with this guy and then he said like he used to eat ten thousand calories ten thousand ten thousand calories wow <laughs> so like he said like in the ice creams he was putting uh, protein in the ice cream and then just eat ice cream like the whole tub. Wow. <laughs> That's like Thanksgiving every single day. <laughs> wow. This is amazing how people do like, but he's, he's of course taken a lot of steroids and, you know, and just maybe the body gets to consume all this, what he's eating because of right. all but these steroids. Even with steroids, you still have to put in the work. Of like course. they're still in the gym, ridiculous yeah. amount of hours. Yeah. Four or five hours at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think recently I've been looking into like the huge guys because they just blow my mind mm. and their life expectancy is it's so short. Yeah. Very low because they're yeah. just like killing their body. Mm. And this, this steroid thing is very common these days hmm. because it's more available in the market. It's, it's right. easy, easy access to everyone like 18, 19 year old, like taking these days because they just want to get big. You know, yep. they don't, they don't oh. care about hard work. Like it, it might take three, three years to be a big out, but they started now on six months. So let's do it. <laughs> yep. I had a friend a few years back who, um, it was in high school, but he's like, I want to get big. So he started taking steroids, mm. but he didn't work. He didn't work out, yeah. but it was like, you can't just take the steroids and not <laughs> still go to the gym. Like it doesn't work like that. Just, but it's so readily available that like yeah. people need to be educated on yeah. everything they yeah. take and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm i'm chasing a few doctors about this you know to talk about okay. all this on the podcast because this information needs to get out you know why and how it's going to affect your body in the future not just right it gives you good results like like for one year or two and then you look big and then you do i've got in the gym like people come to 
you know, who who take steroids and then you know they're like quite young and then like really big. And I was thinking, what's the point? But anyway, that's their yeah. choice. <laughs> right. But that's where it's like not health. Because yeah. to me, that's like chasing something that's not healthy. Like what can you sustain? Exactly. I love mm. the picture at the back and the plate sitting next to it. Thank you. That, that was from this past year at the CrossFit Games. I won one of the yeah. events. So I, mm. I beat everybody on the floor and that was me celebrating. That's it. So we, well, we blew it, it, it up. It shows it. It shows that. <laughs> Yeah, that's pure raw emotion right there. And then yep. whoever captured it, it's my favorite picture. So we had yep. to um, put it in the office. Yeah, of course. Um, so the last question I ask everyone is why, like, what was your big why when you started this? I would say originally my big why was just wanting to be healthy and not... Um, gain weight going into college and just kind of stay competitive because I was a competitive athlete. But I feel mm. like now as, so that was back when I started 10 years ago. If you would have asked me like five years ago, my why would have been like, I want to go to the CrossFit games. But mm. now that I'm married with an awesome family, my why is like keeping, like I'm just so thankful for where God's placed me in my life. Just keep doing what I'm doing. So yeah. my why is almost like my family and how proud they are of me mm. and the fact that I get to live this dream life that I never yep. thought I would just yep. constantly getting better and pursuing of to course. try and hopefully yep. keep it up. Mm. Are you competing this year? The, that's the plan. Lord willing. Um, <laughs> right now I feel, I feel great mentally, physically. So yep. I just want to keep that writing. We have the first stage of we call it the open starts in like two weeks and then the next stage will be in about five weeks and then we'll have a big one in california and then the games so the goal is to just do what i need to at each stage and just yeah. stay healthy throughout that's amazing i think that concludes the session thank you so much for Love your it. time today thank you for having me you've been great to talk to Thank you. And um, surely I think people would love this episode because, you know, it's hardly, they, they hardly see any like fitness woman getting title of the like fitness mom, uh, mom in America or like in the CrossFit games. Yeah, very different, but I love it. That's what I love about my story is it's unique. It's different in its own way. Yep, exactly. And that's why I contacted you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ariel. Thank you for having me. Um, have a good day. We're about to start the evening, but you enjoy your the rest of your day. As I always mentioned before, if you think this show is helping you or anybody can benefit from this show, feel free to share with them, even on your Insta stories. I'll be glad to see myself tagged into your Insta stories that you are enjoying the show and getting the information that it is required. Or even if you feel that someone should be on this show who can share their experiences and knowledge, I can be easily contacted via website, which is in the show notes or just DM me through Instagram. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.